Hypocrisy's the best policy. Wish for change, but lazily. Century of debilitation. Your evolution is a damnation. You know what that music means. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 15 of the HV Pucks Podcast, powered by Capiche.com. I'm proud to say this is the only independent outlet dedicated to covering the sport of hockey in our region. What separates me from more mainstream outlets is that you do not need a newspaper or a cable TV subscription to access my content. It is available for free on Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and the Grandstand Sports Network. The regular season is in the books. Seedings and matchups have been set, and the postseason is underway here in New York State. I've said it before, playoff hockey at any level is all about health and matchups. Teams want to enter the postseason playing their absolute best while making sure they've rid themselves of any bad habits they might have picked up during the regular season. Players use the momentum of a strong regular season finish to catapult them and their teammates into the second season. I fully expect the 2018 playoffs to be exciting and compelling as Section 1 is wide open. In Division 1, I could see Mamaroneck, North Rockland, or Suffren taking the title with Brewtown, Rivertown, or Rytown Harrison making things very interesting. And in D2, it could be Byram Hills, John Jay, Pelham, with again, Pearl River, Greeley, and Rye making things also very interesting. Let's quickly recap the action from Friday, February 16th. Mamaronek defeated Fox Lane 13-1. Uh, Rivertown defeated Carmel 3-2 in overtime. Clarkstown defeated Mayapak 3-1. Brewtown defeated Nyack Tappan Z 9-0. North Rockland defeated White Plains 11-2. Rytown Harrison defeated uh, Cortland uh, 6-3. And Scarsdale defeated New Rochelle 5-2. Uh, on Monday, February 19th, we are going to see some Division I quarterfinal action. We're going to have the number one seed Suffren take on the number eight seed Scarsdale. That's a 7.30 start at Sportorama. The number two seed Mamaroneck will take on the number seven seed Rytown Harrison. That's a 7.15 puck drop at Homics. Uh, the number three seed Rivertown will take on the number six seed North Rockland. That's a four o'clock start at Westchester Skating Academy. And uh, we'll round out the action on Monday. Uh, the number five seed Brewtown will take on the number 13 seed in Clarkstown. That's a 7.40 uh, puck drop at Brewster Ice Arena. The Division II uh, quarterfinals do not get started until Tuesday, February 20th. Both games will be held at Brewster Ice Arena. We're going to have the number three seed, Greeley, take on the number six seed, Rye, at 630. And the number four seed, Byram Hills, will take on the number five seed in Pearl River at 830. On Thursday, February 22nd, we will have the Division I and the Division II semifinals. Uh, John Jay and Pelham both have buys uh, in the quarterfinals, so they won't see any action until the 22nd. 
John Jay will take on the winner of the Byram Hills Pearl River game, and Pelham will take on the winner of the Greeley Rye game. And then on Saturday, uh, February 24th, we are going to have the Section 1 Championship game. Uh, Division 2 will play first at noon, followed by Division 1 at 3 o'clock. I highly recommend carpooling and getting there early. There's going to be a lot going on on the 24th, including a New York Rangers assist benefit game featuring several alumni. So it's going to be a very busy place. Um, On March 3rd, we're going to have regional games. The Section 1 Division 1 winner will host uh, Section 9's Monroe Woodbury at a location and time to be determined. The Division 2 winner from Section 1 will travel to Section 2 up to the Glens Falls Recreation Center for a 430 puck drop uh, versus Queensbury. And then on the 10th of March, Saturday at the Harbor Center, we will have our state semifinals. Uh, And then on Sunday, March 11th at the Harbor Center, we will have our state finals. Your boy Trav will be in Buffalo for the pre-tournament dinner, for the semifinal action, and for the state finals. I will have interviews with players and coaches. I'll have some videos. I'll also have some uh, live in-game updates again for free on Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and on the Grandstand Sports Network. I can't wait for the rest of the uh, playoffs to uh, to begin, and uh, I'll do everything I can to give you the best independent coverage possible. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back after this. This is Stacy Whirl, and you're listening to the HV Pucks Podcast, available on Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Now back to the show. Now let's get right into the dump and chase. This week, with the playoffs set to begin on Friday, February 16th, I asked Section 1 players, who is the team to beat this year? And here's what they all had to say. Just a quick programming note, I obtained these responses from the players before any playoff games had uh, began. Ethan Cott said, at full strength, I believe the legends, but right now I'd have to say Suffren or North Rockland. An anonymous player said, in D2, I think Byram and John Jay are going to be the teams to beat. In D1, I think Suffren is the team to beat. They play a really complete game. Brett Hansen said, Suffren or North Rockland? An anonymous player said, I'd say Suffren, even though North Rockland beat them by a smidge. Overall, they are a really good team. Richard Meyer said, There isn't a big team to beat this year. Every team is capable of winning any game, and I think that's what's going to make this year's playoffs so interesting. An anonymous player said, I haven't seen everybody play, but I would say my top three are North Rockland, Suffren, and Mamo. Will Brunner said, I think it's going to be Suffren. So consistent for so long, it's sort of unfair. Ha ha. An anonymous player said, Pelham, but they suck. Max uh, Chafflin said, if I had to pick, I'd say either Suffren or Mamaronek, just because they have been close to the top for so long. An anonymous player said, we've heard a lot about Rivertown recently, but haven't seen them play yet. Every other team we've seen, so the mystery of them makes them the team to beat. An anonymous player said, North Rockland. Ryan Schelling said, I think that everyone is in it to win it. There isn't going to be one team to beat, but whoever we have to beat, 
to be section champs. An anonymous player said, North Rockland. Jack Guerra said, Mamaronek. An anonymous player said, I think it would be North Rockland. Christian Kupani said, I think the team to beat in Section 1 is Suffering. They are good every year, and they're at the top of the section this year. Tommy McCarron said, Suffering. An anonymous player said, There's no real team to beat this year, but I like our chances. That kid plays for Suffering. Kieran Varga said, I would definitely say the teams to beat are the top teams in the section, Suffren, Mamo, and North Rockland. There are a lot of good teams that make the playoffs, and it's definitely going to be a battle no matter who we play. An anonymous player said, Suffren is the team to beat. Steven Apicella said, Suffren and Mamaronek, as they have the most playoff experience. An anonymous player said, Gotta say Suffren. John Gormley said, Any team that we play is the team to beat. We have to take each game one step at a time. An anonymous player said, I'd say in D1, Suffren, and in D2, John Jay. Tommy Light said, Mamaronek and Suffren. Suffren has home ice the entire playoffs, and no matter what team they are playing, they will have a chance to win because of their crowd. Us, because we are coming into the playoffs on a hot streak, and we'll have home ice as well. An anonymous player said, probably Mamaronek because they are always on top. An anonymous player said, the team to beat is Nyack Tappan Z. An anonymous player said, with how things are going this year throughout the section, I'd say any team can be a major opponent at this point of the season. You can't disregard anyone. An anonymous player said, Brewtown. An anonymous player said, North Rockland. An anonymous player said, I'd say that Bamaranek is the team to beat in Division 1. North Rockland and Suffern have strong groups who can definitely threaten their run, but Bamaranek has a strong, deep group with a lot of seniors who have valuable playoff experience and several sectional titles and a state title for some members of that group, so they'll be challenging to beat. Division 2 looks like it could be anyone's to take this year, but I'd say the teams to beat in D2 are the two teams who faced off for the title last year, between Pelham and John Jay, who both have a lot of new faces this season, but could each put a solid playoff run together. An anonymous player said, Deep down I know who I want to say, but that hasn't worked out in the past, so I'll say North Rockland instead. An anonymous player said, I'd say Suffering. They're so consistent. You're listening to the HV Pucks podcast, and we'll be right back after this. You know, one of the things I enjoy the most about hosting this podcast is when I get to sit down with players, coaches, parents, and fans to talk pucks. This week, I was very fortunate to sit down with Colton Orr, a veteran of almost 500 games in the NHL for the Boston Bruins, New York Rangers, and Toronto Maple Leafs. Orr was known more as an enforcer for his physical style of play and regularly fighting. During his NHL career, he amassed 12 goals, 12 assists, 
along with 1,234 penalty minutes. He's now working uh, with the Rangers alumni. Uh, He's participating in uh, the benefit games that you've heard about, and he's also helping out on the ice with uh, the Hudson Valley Girls High School Ice Hockey Initiative. So sit back, relax, and enjoy as I interview Colton Orr. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major, and I'm pleased to be joined by Colton Orr, a veteran of almost 500 NHL games. He played for the Boston Bruins, New York Rangers, and Toronto Maple Leafs, a heart and soul player, left it all out on the ice. He was known more for his physical style of play, and nowadays he's helping out with different initiatives. You can hear him as a contributor on TSN, on Sirius Satellite uh, Radio, and uh, he's here today to help with some uh, girls' hockey clinics. Colton, thank you so much for joining me. Travis, thanks for having me. And uh, like a five-minute major, you said your uh, that's nickname? Yeah, that's my that's my uh, handle on Twitter. All right, all right. So we've got something in common then, because I spent a few five-minute majors in the you know when I played, uh, you know, little fighting majors here and there. But what are you gonna do? I was gonna say you have you had twelve goals, twelve assists, along with one thousand two hundred thirty-four penalty minutes during your career. So definitely a fan of the penalty, a, a, a member of the penalty box club um tell us a little bit about your work with the rangers and with assist benefit games because i met you last year at brewster um and it's nice to see you giving back to the the hockey community well this is something that uh, i got involved with last year and being involved in the uh assist games and the youth hockey programs and it's just been uh, a great uh way to get involved in the community and give uh, you know opportunities for kids um, to you know even just to start at the starting level the try hockey for free programs that the Rangers run um, to learn the skates that they run all these junior Ranger programs that they have uh, and now that they're focusing on, um, on girls hockey and uh, with the sis game we're going to have on the February 24th in Brewster um, to benefit a uh, high school hockey league that they're trying to fund um, so it's just something that I think is great for the area. Um, um, and having the proper instruction and the proper coaching, um, which has been, you know, a real positive uh, thing for the community and that I've been involved in a lot and, and really enjoying trying to give back in the community for it. And, and I have a daughter myself who's five, and she's playing in the learn to learn to play hockey up in uh, Brewster. Okay. And so it, it's it's something that you know it, it's close to me and and something that I want to see her be able to play and have somewhere to go as she grows and, and uh, matures through her hockey career. I, again, I really appreciate you taking the time out. I actually met you at Brewster last year for an assist benefit game. I think your daughter was a little infatuated <laughs> with my pajamas at the time. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was up in, I live in Orange County, New York, mm-hmm. and there's a rink up there, Ice Time, and they're doing a Learn to Play program up there too. And it's great to see the kids out there, both boys and girls. I'm also the father of two girls myself, so I'm all about empowering young women, um, whether it's in the world of sports or whatever you know they want to do. So I really do appreciate you taking the time out to be here today to help the young ladies learn more about the game, get the proper training, the proper coaching to hopefully then you know carry on this great sport. Of ours. Well, yeah, it, it just and too, and it's a lot of fun, and it gives them confidence. Uh, it gives them something to enjoy, meet new people. Uh, so, so many aspects to it, and so much benefit uh, of being able to come out to these and and for the kids to kind of enjoy. And and it's like I said, it's it's fun. Uh, one of the biggest things at, at this age is letting these kids have fun, enjoy it, and learn some new things. So, uh, you know, we're gonna keep uh, you know keep having them and and 
you know, keep having the kids come out and, and be able to learn and, and have some fun out there. So um, I'm looking forward to the game on the 24th just to be able to, um, you know, we get to get a few alumni out there and uh, have some pretty good hockey. So I hope everyone gets down there and is able to come watch and, and benefit a good cause. And while you mentioned, you know, an assist benefit game is certainly a great way to support local rinks and to support local hockey programs. So, again, February 24th, 7 o'clock puck drop. Uh, I know it's gonna, Colton's going to be there, Adam Graves, Stefan Matteau, Tom Laidlaw, Ulf Nielsen. Um, you know, so it's going to be an all-star event. Glenn Anderson's also going to be there. You know, so again, come out to Brewster Ice Arena, and if you want more information, you can follow at Benefit Games on Twitter, and you can certainly reach out to me on Twitter as well. Um, Colton, thanks so much for your time. Thanks so much, Travis. You're a heart and soul player, big Ranger fan. It's a pleasure just meeting you it. again. Thank you. Take care. This is Grace Lunder, and you're listening to the HV Pucks Podcast, available for free download on Google Play, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Now back to the show. As the 15th episode for Season 2 comes to an end, it's now time for Stick Taps, where we honor, recognize, and acknowledge individual players, coaches, teams, or hockey-related events and charities. Stick taps out to the E.O. Smith-Tolland Bucks hockey team who have made a pledge this year to support the Jacob Roger Poulin Foundation through the Score for Jacob campaign. Fans pledge a dollar amount for every Bucks goal scored this season, which will directly benefit the foundation and its many charitable endeavors, including building a park in Jacob's memory. Uh, for more information, you can visit www.jrpf.org or follow at BucksNation1 on Twitter. Stick taps out to the Frontier Lakeshore Orchard Park, or FLOP, girls varsity hockey team on winning the 2018 Girls New York State Championship in a 4-1 to win over Salmon River on Sunday, February 10th. Stick taps out to sophomore goaltender Chris Graham of the Somers North Salem Sabres for making 39 saves in a 4-2 win over Byram Hills on Sunday, February 11th. Stick taps out to senior forward Kyle Lang of the Monroe Falcons hockey team on earning his 100th career varsity point in a 10-3 win over Old Bridge on Monday, February 12th. Stick taps out to senior goaltender Kieran Varga of the Nyack Tappan Zee Icehawks for making 36 saves in an 8 to nothing loss to Pelham on Monday, February 12th. Stick taps out to junior goaltender Adriana Harmon of the West Seneca Hamburg Eden Girls varsity hockey team who made 36 saves in a 5 to 1 loss to Monsignor Martin on Tuesday, February 13th. Stick taps out to 8th grade goaltender Ellie Simmons of the Kenmore Grand Island girls varsity hockey team who made 43 saves on 48 shots in a 5-4 OT loss to the Clarence Amherst Sweet Home girls varsity hockey team on Tuesday, February 13th. Stick taps out to junior forward Hunter Pemrick of the Christian Brothers Academy out of Albany, who had a six-point night, including four goals and two assists, in an 8-2 win over the Adirondack Rivermen to reach the 100-point mark of his career. Stick taps out to senior goaltender Rhett Weselick of the St. Francis Prep hockey team for making 40 saves in a 2-1 OT win over Cheshire on Thursday, February 15th. He also made 38 saves in a 4-0 loss to Stansted on Friday, February 16th. 
Stick taps out to senior forward Michael Carducci of the Mamaroneck Tigers hockey team, who had a goal and three assists to earn his 100th career varsity point in a 13-1 win over Fox Lane on Friday, February 16th. Stick taps out to senior goaltender Jason Inzeo of the Clarkstown varsity hockey team for making 35 saves in a 3-1 victory over Mayapak on Friday, February 16th. Stick taps out to sophomore goaltender Isaiah Olds uh, Campanelli of the Nyack Tappanzee Icehawks varsity hockey team for making 47 saves in a 9-0 loss to Brewtown on Friday, February 16th. Stick taps out to freshman goaltender Sean Gordon of the Ramapo Roadrunners uh, college hockey team for making 36 saves in a 4-0 semifinal shutout win over Suffolk on uh, Saturday, February 17th. And um, stick taps out to uh, senior goaltender Danny Cooper of the GMSVS Storm hockey team uh, for making the Section 2 first team uh, out of the Capital Region here in New York. And uh, he also set an all-time career high school save record with 2,127 saves. And uh, that hockey team is made up of students from uh, Gilderland, uh, Mohansen, Scotia Glenville, Voorheesville, and Chalamont. Uh, so it's a co-op team, and it provides young people with the opportunity to play uh, Division I-level high school hockey in their community. So again, stick taps out to, to everyone. A scholarship has been created in memory of 16-year-old Darian Locklear, who was a junior at Brighton High School, who tragically passed away in a car accident on February 6th. Darian was loved by many and was a beloved sister, daughter, and friend. She was an outstanding student and a talented AAA hockey player. A GoFundMe campaign entitled the Darian Locklear Memorial Fund has been established with the goal of putting more kids on the ice in Darian's name. There is an assist benefit game scheduled for Saturday, February 24th at the Brewster Ice Arena to benefit the Hudson Valley Girls High School Ice Hockey Initiative. Puck drop is set for 7 p.m. For more information or to purchase tickets or to donate, please visit www.benefitgames.com. And uh, we are going to have a pretty impressive lineup of Ranger alumni at that assist game, including Stefan Matteau, Adam Graves, Ulf Nilsson, Colton Orr, Tom Laidlaw, and Glenn Anderson. So again, uh, an assist benefit game is a great way to support local hockey programs and uh, hockey rinks. So again, I expect to see everybody out there uh, next Saturday at 7 p.m. at Brewster Ice Arena. Uh, There is a revolutionary new fitness device that's unlike anything I've ever seen before. It's called the X-Chain, and it can be configured into 14 different shapes and can be used with over 500 different types of exercises. Weighing only 10 pounds, X-Chain is all that you need for your best workout. To find out more about this exciting new product, you can follow them on Instagram at TrainXChain, and they're also on Kickstarter. And if you know of a player, coach, team, or hockey-related event or charity and would like them to receive stick taps in the future, please tweet me at TravJack71 using the hashtag HVPucks. This is your boy Trav, and you're listening to the HVPucks podcast. I'll be back with some of my final thoughts after this.
As the horn sounds on the 15th episode of Season 2, I want to let you know some of the topics for this season's future podcasts. Uh, We're going to continue with the playoff talk during Episode 16 while preparing for the Section 1 Finals, Regionals on March 3rd, and uh, the New York State Public High School Athletic Association Championships in Buffalo on March 10th and 11th. Uh, My plan is to be there uh, from the pre-tournament dinner all the way through the awarding of the Division II state championship game. Um, I'll have player interviews, uh, conversations with coaches, videos, and all the updates absolutely for free, uh, available on all the platforms on Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, I'm also going to look to have some social media personalities and players from other sections in New York State. Uh, I look, I'm going to look to have them come on just before I head off to Buffalo. Um, I still want to do the history of Hudson Valley Hockey with Stefan Vallis and Mike Schoenbach. I know I've been talking this up all season. Season, uh, but that's something I'm definitely going to look to do once the season ends. Um, there's a very devoted group of Harvey School alumni who have been uh, playing together on Tuesday nights for 44 years in a row now. The game is referred to as Hockey Night in Katona. I've been in touch with uh, the organizer of the games, and uh, stay tuned for player interviews from that in a future episode. And if there are any topics you'd like me to address on the show after the state championships have been awarded, you can tweet me at TravJack71 as I do this podcast for you. And I'm planning on doing at least one episode a month between, let's say, the middle of March and the middle of September when the college hockey starts up again. Uh, you know they ha- we have a Where Are They Now segment, so any former Hudson Valley players that are interested in coming on, you can tweet or DM me at TravJack71. Uh, you can join the likes of Tommy Spiro, Jackson Schultz, Russ Mazzaro, Sean Gordon, Sean Benson, and Anthony Caruto, who are all on this year. Uh, I'd like to do another episode with Jessica Lappy, head athletic trainer at Tappan Zee High School, uh, during the Trainer's Room with Jessica segment. Before I sign off, I also want to thank my beautiful wife, Marisol, and my two daughters, Juliana and Kayla, for their never-ending support, their love, their patience, and their understanding, because our family time takes a hit during the hockey season as I look to bring you the best coverage possible. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at TravJack71, on Instagram at 5 underscore min underscore major, and on Snapchat at 5 underscore Min Major. You can also find my show on the Grandstand Sports Network, www.grandstandsportsnetwork.com, or at Grandstand underscore SN on Twitter. If you like the music you've heard throughout the show, be sure to check out the new full-length album, Out of Time, by Fracture, which is available on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. The new album maintains the same high level of energy as their debut 2015 EP, Broken Walls. You can find them on Twitter at Fracture underscore Band, on Instagram at Fracture Official, Fracture Band Official on Facebook, and www.fractureofficial.com on the web. I also want to announce I've created a scholarship in memory of Dick Kittle, who was an off-ice official and a fixture in the Mamaroneck sports community for years. I've accepted nominations from Section 1 hockey coaches and will present the scholarships uh, to graduating seniors at the All-League Dinner on March 13th. 
I've also contracted with Shoots Media, a local company, uh, to document the awarding of the scholarships and to interview the recipients. So we've got some really exciting stuff coming up on the podcast. Just because the regular season is over doesn't mean this show is over. And uh, I look forward to seeing you at the rink. This is your boy Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major.